Hello, 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 and welcome to the Kayla Says Podcast. We are on episode nine, I believe, of the podcast. Um, The last few, I've been going pretty heavy, or maybe the last two, actually. I've been going pretty heavy on the interviews. Um, I just had some ideas and some things I wanted to get out, and I had some great people that I wanted to um, have discussions with. So if you haven't had a chance, go back and listen to episodes seven and eight. Um, Those are my podcasts. Episode seven talks about uh, celibacy. Um, And I had my friend Adam on for that. Uh, Super cool guy, great person who just so happens to be uh, abstinent. And then um, episode eight, I had a uh, guy on um, by the name of Greg Doucette, who gave an interesting perspective on um, politics, government, and um, being a white male Republican in this day and age. Um, I'd highly recommend everyone go back if you're listening to this to, to listen to episode eight. It's called Trumpster Fire with T. Greg Doucette. Um, it's not what you think. I will say that uh, when, when I say white male Republican in 2017, uh, usually that elicits uh, certain biases and, and thought processes. And that interview will be highly surprising for those of you um, that may think that. So anywho, going into episode nine, um, I'm actually, as as you know, if you've listened to other podcasts I've had, um, I live in Washington, D.C., and I'm not in Virginia. I'm not in Maryland. I am in D.C. proper, as they like to say. Um, and today is actually January 20th, 2017, as I'm recording this. And as you know, today is Inauguration Day. So this is what happens with the peaceful transfer of power between uh, Barack Obama and the, uh, what is it called? President-elect at the time. And as of noon today, he became president. Um, I always like to call him he who shall not be named. But um, what I noticed today, and actually even in the in the past few months, Let's even go back further than that. In the past year and some pocket change, I personally have grown quite tired of hearing that man's name on my radio waves. And what I wanted to talk about today is energy and being in control of the energy that you are around and protecting your personal space and your personal energies. Um... Sorry if you hear my paper rattling. I actually printed off some information, some stuff that I wanted to, uh, my notes basically for today. But um, as I went through today, for the most part, I really ignored a lot of the news that was coming through. Um, I listened to NPR on a daily basis and I don't know, I just kind of felt very heavy as far as like constantly hearing, you know, what protesters had to say and what his supporters had to say and all this back and forth of what people think is going to happen and what people hope is going to happen and how people feel that, you know, their values are being eroded and whatever, blah, 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 blah. And I just, I just grew weary. I'm so tired. I don't know about any of y'all, but this whole political season has been not only nasty, 
and quite frankly, bottom of the barrel dumps. It has been exhausting for a lot of people. And, you know, on one hand, I'm glad that it's over. But on the other hand, I feel like there's a lot of work to do. Um, But anyway, with that being said, I wanted to talk about protecting your energy. Um, Your energy basically is, you know, the vibes you get from other people, including your methods of entertainment. Um, I feel like every day we are consciously or subconsciously being fed daily manifestations. Um, And with that, you have to be, you want to make sure that you surround yourself or sorry, you have to make sure that you're mindful of what you surround yourself with. And if your energy is being drained from the constant 24 hour news cycle about stuff that you don't particularly agree with, turn that shit off. Because eliciting constant negative emotions and feelings is not good by no stretch of the imagination. So I wanted to talk about like three three ways that you can protect your energy. I actually did a podcast, not a podcast, sorry. I did a blog post about this last year. And if anyone's interested, I'll actually put the notes um, put the website in the, in the show notes, but I did a podcast, uh, God, why do I keep saying it? I did a blog post about protecting your energy last year. And I feel like today of all days, this is a wise time to, um, bring it up again and talk about it again. So for those of us that are goal oriented, especially when you have a vision of what you want your life to look like, You need to stay focused because distractions are rampant and the devil is busy. Oftentimes, the things that you surround yourself with manifests itself into your actual life. So be mindful and protective of of what your energy sources are. So one type is social media and television. Go on a cleanse. I had a conversation with a friend recently who like deactivated her so most of her social media accounts because she's like, I just need it. It's taking up too much time. I was telling her that if you're constantly being bombarded by um, drama in other people's lives or or information that you're seeking in somebody's life that you don't necessarily like, then it's time to do a cleanse. Because why do you always, why do you have to have that that feeling of heaviness, negativity, anytime that person scrolls across your timeline? So if you're constant, I feel like if you're constantly tuned in to whatever latest ratchet reality TV, then you're not going to have the most positive energies around you. Also think about like, who do you follow on social media? Are their lives filled with constant drama? Is the way that they display their life aligned with your goals and your visions? If not, why the hell are you following them? Like you should follow people who align with what you want out of your life. Now, don't get me wrong. It's fine to follow people for entertainment purposes, but you seriously absorb the energy of others. And I have some stats here. So 65% of American adults use social media, according to the Pew Research Center. Everywhere you go, you always see people tuned in, eyes glued to their cell phones. And my guess that is that most of them are actually looking at some form of social media, whether that's Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat, uh, shit, I don't even know what the other ones are, but you know, social media in general. So if, 
if your timeline is filled with constant fights, celebrity celebrity foolery, or in general negative energy, you may find that your life starts to reflect a lot of those similar aspects or similar situations. And um, I put here that your social media is your living, breathing vision board. Choose wisely. Because, and if, you know, vision boards are pretty trendy, you know, you, you make a board about what you, what you want to manifest in your life and things that you want and you hang it up so that you, so this it's in constant eyesight. Like I have two vision boards, one for life, one for uh, 2017 actually. And I put them in, in areas where I literally look at them every single day. So if your social media is your living, breathing vision board, why not choose things on your timeline that display the life that you actually want? And maybe you'll find that you're going to attract the same things. Another thing is you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And that's a quote by Jim Rohn. Do a circle check. Think about the people that you spend time with. Um, how do you feel when you are around them? If you consistently have negative thoughts or feelings or drama or whatever, cut them mofos loose. Like you don't need that type of energy around you. I remember that um, I had a mutual friend of a friend and it's her like quote unquote best friend, if you will. And she was always full of some sort of ratchetry and drama. You know, it was cool as it was when it was. And I slowly noticed even with my, with myself, like whenever I would see her scroll across my timeline, I would have a negative thing to say, a negative thought. Like I didn't have anything positive to say, positive to say about her or how she was living her life. And at that point I decided, you know what? I need to unfollow this girl because if I don't have anything good to say, I sure as hell don't need to be looking at her and what's going on in her life. Cause ain't nobody got time for that. Um, I know that we all have people that we've been friends with since the beginning of time, but uh, here's a life tip that a good friend of mine said, just because we go back doesn't mean we should go forward. And when she said that, I was like, yo, you done said some gospel right there because you're right. A lot of times people love to talk about how long they've been friends with somebody. Like who gives a shit? Your life is infinitely longer or could be infinitely longer if you cut this person out of your life right now rather than spending the next 50, 50 years of talking shit about them. Like, who gives a shit? Fuck that shit. Who got time for that? What you need to be doing is, you know what? I take that back. I'm not going to say what anybody needs to be doing. But what I will say is, you know, again, just because we go back doesn't mean we need to go forward. Everybody has a season and not everybody is meant to be in your life for the long haul. Some people are really just meant to be in your life for a season. And if that person, or if there's certain people who fall off over the course of time, let them. It's okay. You don't have to have bad blood. You don't have to have some dramatic blow up. Just, you know, let, let them go. Like Elsa, let them go, let them go. You know, I'm blessed and thankful to have some amazing people that I keep in constant contact with. And that we're all very similar. We're all super duper driven. We're all go-getters. Uh, go and we're a bunch of people who don't just talk about it. We be about it. And those are the type of people that you need to have in your life if you have specific goals that you that you have for yourself. And if you want to do more than the average. Um, you need to keep people around you that are going to support you and motivate you, not bring you down. 
and also who will call you out on your shit and hold you accountable for things because association my mother always says this and it's hilarious but it's true association breeds assimilation in other words you are similar to those you associate with so be mindful of who you are associating with um that brings me to my third point which is your you need to get an accountability crew your accountability crew should be a crew of true blue friends who are going to hold you accountable to what you say you're going to do um tell them your goals set some deadlines and your accountability crew needs to be both supportive and a ball buster. Someone who has no qualms about holding you to your shit. So I'm talking about no nonsense people, no excuse type people. So once you change your input, your output will change as well for better or for worse. So be mindful and intentional with your life. I, I remember a few, uh, quite a few years back, a friend of mine was, I think she had gone to some super duper fancy brunch in Raleigh. And she was saying that, you know, I need to be around more people like this. And I'm on the phone with her listening. And she goes, you know, don't take this the wrong way, but I need better friends. And I was like, girl, I feel you. You ain't said nothing but a word. Like, I'm not offended. Maybe you do, honey. Maybe you do need some better friends. Like, not maybe you do, but I took it. I didn't take it in a way of, you know, I'm lower than, but I took it as she wants to reach a certain level and be in a certain place and her group of friends that she's around wasn't in that place not to say none of us will get to that place but when you're trying to reach higher you need somebody somebody higher than you to to motivate you and and pull you to where you need to be and show you that there's other ways and other mindsets um you know you always see the quotes that uh you shouldn't be the smartest person in your group and I highly agree with that because you're not being challenged if that's the case. If you're the smartest person in your group of friends, um, you're not, you may not necessarily be challenged on a daily basis. And in order for you to grow, you definitely need to be challenged. And I look forward, especially now that I live here in DC, I, uh, my, my roommate and I, or my roommate and neighbor, um, always jokingly say, you know, this street is full of black excellence. And it's true, like there's lawyers, there's go-getters, there's people who are, you know, super smart, super sharp in their careers. You know, there are a lot of people on this street who are doing big things and living a, uh, you know, the quote unquote fabulous life. And all that does for me, like I've never, I'm not a, you know, quote unquote hater. Um, When I see somebody doing better than me or has more than me or, you know, seemingly does better and I'm using air quotes with better. But that's just motivation to see, to push and to, uh, to show me that, yo, there people are out here doing it. So I need to get on my good foot and do it too, because it's possible and I can make this shit happen. So that's the type of person you need. Who's necessarily like, you know, at a quote, at a higher level than you choose your friends wisely. That's why when you were children, your mama and your daddy was like, Hmm. I want you to be friends with such and such rather than such and such. Or they were very critical of who you were friends with because they know that, you know, association breeds assimilation. If you are around people who are goal oriented and have are working towards their purpose and are mindful and are hardworking and are, you know, have a level of success that they want to reach, then 
you, they know your parents know like, oh, you know what? This is a good influence on my child. So what you need to do is just surround yourself with those type of people. If you around a bunch of people who ain't doing shit, then don't sit back and wonder why you ain't doing shit either. Duh. <laughs> I think that's it. So, um, keep, keep, you know, protect yourself. Self-care is extremely important, um, especially this week for the majority of the United States. You know, if you, if you need to take a break to, to take care of yourself and unplug from whatever is giving you negative thoughts and energy and emotions this week or anytime, really, it's okay to do that. Like, you don't have to always be, I can take it, I'm strong, I'm this, I'm that. You know, part of being strong is understanding your limits. Know what your limits are and give boundaries. Nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. You have to take care of yourself because you are the only person living in your body. So be mindful of the energy that is around you. If you need to take a break, then damn it, take a freaking break. There is nothing wrong with that that doesn't make you weak. It makes you strong, actually, because you know exactly what you need and how to take care of yourself and advocate for yourself. So, yeah, that was a quick one. I hope you guys have a blessed week. And until next time, thank you for listening.